This is News Talk. The Irish Times this morning uh, with a lovely photograph of Damien Brown raising a flare in celebration after arriving at Galway yesterday. There's great pictures across the papers after his marathon rowing trip from the US and congratulations to him. I was thinking this morning about the uh, type of sleep and food that he's going to have now after such a tough trek but that's on the front of the Irish Times. Uh, Also on the front of the Irish Times is the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre report that the lifting of COVID restrictions last year resulted in a rise in new cases of rape and assault as people returned to colleges, workplaces and socialising. We'll have more on this on News Talk Breakfast this morning. Also coming up on Breakfast Business, Joe Lynham's going to hear from the Central Bank and this is on the front of the Irish Times. It's interesting the coverage across the media this morning of the Central Bank report uh, on the media. Some are saying that while the central bank sort of says that things could get tough in the coming months, we're not going to go into a recession. Then you look at the front of the Irish Times, the Irish domestic economy could slip into technical recession in the coming months as households and businesses struggle against soaring inflation, according to the central bank. Joe Lynham will make sense of that big report on breakfast business from half six here on News Talk this morning. Irish Independent, uh, front page, bad news if you drive a company car because Thousands of workers with company cars are to be hit with a massive tax hike. The changes are going to come into effect in January and it'll mean that benefit in kind tax will soar by up to 40% in some cases for those who are given a vehicle by their employer because they have to travel for their jobs. And obviously this comes at a time when you don't need me to tell you that petrol and diesel prices have surged and they reckon there's about 150,000 company cars on Irish roads. That'll be a bit of an awakening for some of those with a company car. The Irish Daily Mail, just 27% trust Sinn Féin to tackle crisis in cost of living. Uh, That's the number of people who believe Sinn Féin can tackle the crisis. And that compares with 37% of people who believe that the current coalition government can tackle the cost of living crisis. This is an Irish Daily Mail poll by Amarok. It was carried out days after the budget and had found support for Sinn Féin's ability to solve the crisis varied hugely according to age. A majority of young people have faith in Sinn Féin's policies compared to 20% of those aged 55 and older who are more critical of their economic policies. Now, the Irish Examiner prepaid energy users at risk of being cut off. They're covering the appearance yesterday at the Oireachtas Committee of the ESB and Electric Ireland and the story is homes and business owners face further sustained increases in their energy costs because of extreme increases in wholesale energy prices. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone that energy prices are going to keep going up. We also heard yesterday 125 thousand customers are behind on their energy bills. That's up from 100,000 during the pandemic and uh, due to the extreme and sustained nature of these price increases, customers have been hit with larger energy bills which will continue to rise. The Irish Daily Star and the Irish Sun go with John Gilligan on the front page. The Irish Daily Star, time for a Zimmo frame John 
John Gilligan has been told he will get three years jail for illegally exporting sleeping pills known as Zimos. It means that Gilligan, who will learn his fate next April, will be in his mid-70s before he tastes freedom again. And then the Irish son, you're having a laugh. John Gilligan was all smiles last night after his Spanish drugs and weapons trial was suspended following a no-show by his son. And they say that John Gilligan may also get his passport back so he can drive his girlfriend to Britain for a hernia. Operation. Interesting one inside the Irish Independent. Uh, you may have heard recently that there are plans to bring in paid domestic violence leave in Ireland. Well, now a business lobby group is objecting to plans to introduce this leave because it says that victims can already take compassionate or sick leave. The business group is IBEC, which says that employers should be allowed to ask their staff for proof of domestic violence to stop any potential abuse of paid leave to victims. It also complained that the government was trying to introduce too much paid leave at once. So it gives the example that we have extended parental leave, introduction of statutory sick pay uh, and now this domestic violence leave which could put a strain on SMEs. That'll be an interesting one to watch and see what the reaction is to that. The Irish Times tells us that Ireland is going to send its first satellite into space in the coming months. It's going to be called AirSat-1 and it's been designed, built and tested at UCD. It will be launched on a European Space Agency rocket from uh, South America either later this year or in the early months of next year. Leo Vradker told the weekly post-cabinet briefing at government buildings yesterday um, or certainly a spokesperson for him did. So it's going to be called AirSat-1. We'll have more on this on News Talk Breakfast to find out why we are sending this satellite into space and what is going on there. A lot of coverage in the papers about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. In the Times of London, we are told of the allegations. Brad Pitt choked one of his children, struck another in the face and poured beer on his wife Angelina Jolie on a private plane in 2016. This is according to a new court filing. Allegations made by Angelina Jolie uh, that Brad Pitt was physically and verbally abusive. She said that the negotiations to sell her share of the business to Brad Pitt fell apart over his insistence that she sign a non-disclosure agreement, which obviously would have meant that she wouldn't be able to speak out uh, about alleged abuse. So that's the latest Hollywood drama and Hollywood trial there. Uh, Representatives for Brad Pitt have been contacted for comment. If you're trying to lose a few pounds, the Times of London says that you should eat your meals earlier in the day because this can stave off hunger and help you lose weight. The odds of people feeling hungry during the day were halved when people ate their final meal at 5pm compared with when they had it at 9pm, which I suppose is easier said than done for a lot of people who are in work, maybe not getting home until 7 o'clock in the evening, trying to stick on a, on a dinner then. Then it could be 8 o'clock and it just gets very, very difficult. But you should try eating earlier in the day is the research today. And this comes after another study found, according to the Times of London, that limiting meal times to between 6am and 3pm, so you'd have your last meal at 3 o'clock in the day, can boost your your health and help you to lose weight. Two final stories for you. One comes from the Irish Daily Mail. Uh, I'm not sure this is a surprise to people uh, because I think people even watching 
The show back in the day may have already suspected this, but it's official. Uh, after decades of speculation, one of the greatest Scooby-Doo mysteries has finally been solved. Velma is a lesbian. Her sexuality was confirmed yesterday in clips from an upcoming film. In Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo, Velma falls head over heels in love for another woman. Her glasses fog up and she's left speechless when she sees the costume designer Coco Diablo. And a second clip also shows Velma talking about Coco to Daphne, who says, I didn't know convicted felons were your type. So very clearly, Velma is a lesbian. It'll be interesting uh, to see the reaction on social media to that. And final story comes from the star. We've a new phrase which has been added to the Oxford English Dictionary, courtesy of Alex Ferguson. So I wasn't aware of this, but Alex Ferguson apparently coined the phrase squeaky bum time, and now it's been added to the dictionary. He has been honoured with a mention in the latest edition of the dictionary after being credited with coining the term. It's been included in the dictionary to reflect it being a colloquial term for a tense climax to a sporting event. Uh, And he said this back in 2003, apparently. It's getting tickly now. Squeaky bum time, I call it. It's going to be an interesting few weeks. This is after Man United were involved in a battle for the Premier League title with Arsenal. So he apparently created it and now it's in the dictionary. So another accolade for Alex Ferguson. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.